2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: Audio courtesy of Valley Sports. I thought it was one of the best wins of the season so far, and I'll tell you more about that later on in the show, probably at 7 o'clock. Just want to let everybody know, I've already texted Joe Thomas. Can't get him if you don't ask. I've already texted Joe Thomas. Tone, you were there. Bill Callahan is leaving us,
4: so I was gonna say this is a big blow. But then our fans got mad last time we were talking about it being a big blow, and they're like, "We're gonna survive." And I'm like, "Well, I didn't think the team was gonna move over the Bill Callahan." So there's got to be something between this is the end of the world for the Browns, and yeah, maybe it's not uh, not 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 the t- most terrible thing in the world. Maybe we'll survive. Well, like, he's, it's got to be something in between.
3: He's not a uh, he's not immortal. He was going to leave at some point, uh, but... Also, those players he coached don't just lose all that information, right? And
4: ability. Uh, No, but... That is a weird thing about coaching.
3: He kind of... eh, How to... Okay, like the new guy coming in who will probably... I mean, I'm imagining it was his assistant offensive line coach it will probably get bumped up at this point, but we'll see. Um... It isn't like they're going to sit there and talk to each other like Joel Petodia is going to rally the guys around and go, all right, let's remember what Bill told us here. Like, that's not going to happen. No, that's not what I'm saying. Well, what are you saying, Oh I'm saying they're not going to go, wait a minute. So who's the mic? <laughs> I go, where? <laughs> that's not happening. They know how to do it. They were good players. He obviously was very huge in DeWan
4: Jones' Development and right? now that
3: he's not there, do you worry about Dewan Jones's development now coming back from injury?
4: But that was that was a situation this year. If you mm-hmm. ever listen to people in Philadelphia talk about what happened there with Steichen leaving, right, and yep. and the coordinators leaving, most of the players were the same, right, in Philadelphia. Yes. So it is always that. Like I get what you're saying, Owen, because it shouldn't matter, right? Guy, guys should guys should know what what's being taught. That should be the whole point of coaching, is not just to absorb that for that day. His impact wasn't as a position coach, though. Well, just as the coordinator. It was the
3: coordinator. That's a lot different than coaching an individual position that is a unit within the bigger group of offense.
4: And offensive line coaches are the highest paid, I didn't realize that, of any personnel group. So you're right about that, Owen. I, I just... I just know people lose more sleep over losing their coordinators than they do normally their their personnel coach. Yeah, because we only pay attention to the coordinators.
3: I mean, rarely do they show the offensive line coach on the field or on the sideline. You understand what I'm saying? Like they don't really show like Bill Callahan. They might show him because he is a former Super Bowl. Yeah, he went to the Super Bowl coach, and he was also one of the coaches at Nebraska at one point. Like they show him because he's been around the league for a long time. But I don't think. I'm pretty positive 99% of the time they don't show an offensive line coach. They never showed Bob Wiley until we saw him do yeah. the, the gut yep. set hut thing. Like we would see Bob Wiley and we go, ooh, look at this unit. Love this guy. You could tell this guy's got a story to tell. And boy, did he ever. What a mysterious individual. Big fan of Bob Wiley.
4: Are you surprised However, Browns didn't put up a fight? No, it's a son. What are you Well, some people to are. Do? Some people some people are no, living. They're on. saying you can't tell us how important this guy is, and then let him just walk out the door for nothing. Who said that? I, I mean, that was that was something was that Was this Dennis 6969, 69, nope. or was this like a real No, I mean, remember this was Ross Tucker came on and said, Why can't you trade him? Like if he's as valuable as you and I think he is, how did the Browns not get something for him? How did they not elevate him? Uh, What was his contract situation?
3: Sixty-seven-year-old man. It's his son. What are you gonna do? It's his son.
4: If he just want, like, you can't hold him hostage. You would just go, okay, I'm just gonna go home. Yeah, you, you can't. You and I, you and I know that. I'm just, I'm just talking to the fans that if guys like us are telling you, and the Browns are telling you, and Stefanski. Told you what a key hire this was. Yeah, remember when they hired Callahan <laughs> yeah. around the NFL? I we could go back and look in the archives. Yeah. We had people saying that might be the most important. Kind of like when Urban Meyer had a strength and conditioning coach the day he got hired at Ohio State, brought him in from Florida. They're like, that's the biggest hire. That's not a coordinator's. That's the biggest hire with the Browns when they hired Stefanski. I remember people were saying Bill Callahan was the most important hire. For uh, a young head coach like Stefanski who was going to get his bearings, who hadn't had that kind of leadership role, Bill Callahan was the most important hire. And now we're coming off a a season that, you know, now this offseason we're like, where where's this whole thing going? And you lose that guy. I can understand some fans going, you didn't put up a fight. You didn't give him a raise. You didn't, you didn't, you're Haslam's. You have more money than anybody. You're, everybody's bragging about how he can do things with the salary cap. No one else can do because he'll yeah. pay. You can't do that with your coach. That's what the fans, no. I could understand, saying.
3: If he wants to go coach for his son or with his son, he's going to go do that. That's a terrible look to, to try to get in the way of
4: something like that. So, come well, on. Gotta, aren't the Browns all in? I thought the Browns were all in. Doesn't seem like they're all in if they don't want to keep you, the most can, important can position coach in the league. That it, that these are not your opinions? No. Apparently,
3: these are opinions of Browns no, fans. When
4: Listen, we, we made it very clear when Brian Callahan got hired, me and you thought, bye. Yeah. Goodbye. Yes. That's the end. And by the way, the Tennessee Titans have messed everything up for the Browns. Explain more. So show your work I will if show, you will. I will show my work on that. <laughs> so Tennessee had nothing to play for in the final game of the year against Jacksonville. Okay. All Jacksonville oh, had man, to do. That's right. All they had to do. And and Mike Vrabel was their head coach, and his teams don't don't lie down. And now he has since been fired. But and for what? That he was put down. But last game of the year against Jacksonville, they beat the Jags. All the Browns fans were watching that game yep. because we thought not only was Jacksonville going to win the easy game mm-hmm. when they had their playoff hopes on the line and Tennessee had nothing to play for. They were going to win and then there were going to be 75% Browns fans in that stadium. We had just beaten Trevor Lawrence. We had just beaten that Jacksonville team and we, our defense made... Made him look pretty bad, I thought. And so, a rematch in Jacksonville, we weren't worried about going there because we knew we'd take over the stadium. Instead, Tennessee beats Jacksonville 28 20. We draw Houston, who we had also just beaten, but no CJ Stroud. We go there, and while we took over the tailgates from people that were there, there were like 15% Browns fans. It was not a home game, it was nothing like it. Mm -hmm. So, we get clobbered, and Vrabel's out the door. They hire Brian Callahan. And Callahan, of course, they hire the one guy who's associated with your best position coach.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.
4: Tennessee just doomed the Cleveland Browns forever. And you know where our owner is from. No, I'm just kidding. The last part, I'm just throwing that. Holy out. God. <laughs> well, huh. it doesn't It
3: doesn't help the matter now, does it? The damn Titans. Well, well, no more Bill Callahan. It's a pretty big loss there. It is a big loss. Don't, uh, the, immediately people are going to go, you're making too big a deal about, it. yeah, because you're trying to make yourself feel better. You, you, you cannot say it doesn't mean that next season's going to be a wash, but don't tell me it's not a big loss. It's a big loss. Well,
4: listen, everybody this is, and
3: their brother. Oh, can, we got when they had to line up. Okay. We got to bring in Michael Dunn. All right. We got to bring in Blake Hance. All right. We have to bring in Jaron Christian. Have you ever heard of Jaron Christian? No, I haven't heard of Jaron Christian. They got to bring that guy in. Well, Jack Conklin's out. We got to take the fourth round rookie and put him in. Oh, by the way, Jed Wills, you know how disappointed you are in him? Okay, well now he's not going to have Bill Callahan to help him out and he's going to be over there at left tackle. Yeah, everything's just hunky dory. I mean, don't don't tell me all season long when you knew he was here how great he is and how important he is and then when he and it is within his right, but don't all of a sudden say ah, it's no big loss. It's a loss. Let's call it what it is. And I'm I, I got the paper out, I got the pen out. Off-season record is going on and the first move cuz I can't say is Ken Dorsey a win? because Albert Breer yesterday kind of just went like, eh, it was kind of a run in the mill thing." So I, I I don't know if I can start the season with a tie. Technically, the Browns have before, but I don't know if I can start the off-season record with a tie, but I, if you want me to put it in there, that's fine. Is that fine or can I call it on that? Because when you lose Bill Callahan, I'm sorry, it's an off-season
4: loss. Well, it it, it is interesting that when the season ended, I said, "Well, when you get blown out in a playoff game, normally there are dramatic changes." Um and I'm like, "But there aren't going to be dramatic changes here in Cleveland." everybody's going to come back. Well, clearly I was not an insider when it came to that speculation because out the door immediately offensive coordinator, out the door immediately running backs coach, out the door immediately tight ends coach, wide receiver coach stays, uh, offensive line coach, out the door. This is pretty dramatic as far as an off-season change when you have a quarterback coming back that was in the fold but out of the fold there are a lot of moving parts to this Cleveland Browns offense. And I'll tell you Kenny, one thing I didn't think I'd say a year ago, the one consistent, thank God, is Kevin Stefanski. Mm. I did not think I would say that a year ago. Thank God Kevin Stefanski is here because we needed somebody. We needed somebody to to you know, move them through all this cuz cuz this is not easy. This is not easy for like young coaching Coaching staffs, young coaches, this is not an easy thing to work through, but I do have some faith in Kevin that I didn't necessarily have a year ago. He earned that. There it is. It's written right there. First one up, it's a loss.
3: I would say, well, with Kevin, you you mentioned that. However, Albert Breer was on uh, afternoon drive yesterday and talking about these decisions that are made because you say, I I feel better about Kevin. You feel better about Kevin. But now what's muddied the water here a bit is that Jason Lloyd yesterday or two days ago questioned whether or not it was Kevin Stefanski's decisions to make. Then you have Mary Kay where she kind of didn't really, couldn't emphatically say it was his decision to make. And here's Albert Breer yesterday talking about if it matters, who makes these decisions here?
1: I think it does matter, you know, because it can set the table for things going forward. And once the front office crosses that line, you know, it's really hard to undo that. And, yeah, I do think the front office had a lot of input in what happened here. And You know, look, like, I think there's pressure on Kevin and and the coaches to get more out of Deshaun Watson. I think the concern here would be the role that that Alex played on that staff and how, in a lot of ways, like, because Kevin is not as outgoing that, like, Alex was kind of, glue guy on that staff the guy who held everything together and you know obviously i I think the reaction from a lot of the the guys on that staff to the way that certain guys were picked off after the year was kind of like uh you know what do we do wrong you know obviously they were able to to win 11 games with their fourth and fifth tackles with four different quarterbacks with no nick chubb you know and so i think that there was genuine surprise on the part of some people on the staff that so many coaches have lost their jobs. And, you know, and that one guy in particular who was such an important piece of holding everything together was one of the guys on the way out.
3: And he's on his way to New England now to be their offensive coordinator for Gerard Mayo. That was announced yesterday that Oxfam Pelt is out. So it it makes you think like something stinks. Something stinks about who's making that decision there. Because remember, you go back to the Charles Robinson conversation that he had at Yahoo Sports where there was definitely some people in that building who resented the man who lives 2,300 miles away. I used to say 3,500 miles away, but a man named Tom uh, emailed me and said, no, Kenny, it's about 2,300 miles away, just in change, I think it is. So there you go. Guy who lives 2,300 miles away uh, might be making the decisions and pulling some strings, which would not make me feel any better because the guy who we all trust is Kevin Stefanski. And if we don't, if we can't trust Kevin Stefanski anymore, then I think it makes us a little bit nervous because if he wouldn't have the power, then I think I can't help but feel a little bit nervous about the coaching staff and everything clicking into place next year.
4: Yeah, I, I think the one thing, you know, we're, we're talking about the minutia. And I mean, we are digging deep into, you know, the the degree that losing coaches and, and bringing in new perspective, how that changes things. I think fans today might be, oh, well, but the minute they sign a wide receiver or they trade for a wide receiver this offseason, I think fans will be right back where they were. So I, I don't think it's all necessarily doom and gloom today. Like let's let's see how this works. Let's see this infusion of new perspective that some people, you know, tend to champion with Ken Dorsey. Let's see how how this is. Um this I'm gonna give it a chance. I'm not I'm not just gonna sit here just because, you know, Ken Dorsey didn't work out in Buffalo mm-hmm. Um and he's shown the door. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act like he is not a football mind and doesn't know what he's doing. That's true. I mean, guys, guys. Well, remember he was used as a scapegoat. They said he was used as a scapegoat. I, and I said that the, the morning after it happened. And I said, well, interestingly enough, all the numbers are still really good for the Buffalo Bills offense. But they did shift their their methodology. And hey. Just because Ken Dorsey operated one way with Josh Allen there, he is not the same player as Deshaun Watson. I know we like to think, oh, mobile quarterback, that's Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, but guys play totally different. Mobile quarterback for Patrick Mahomes means a lot different than Lamar Jackson mobile quarterback, which means a lot more a few years ago than Ryan Tannehill mobile quarterback. Like All these guys play the game and play the sport completely differently. And Deshaun Watson certainly plays the game differently than Josh Allen. So... Let's let's see. Let's give it a shot. Let's not, you know, off-season loss, whatever. I uh, there will be some off-season wins, trust me. This is not this well, is not the end the of the world. just the first road.
3: off-season thing that's happened. That's all. Yeah, well, the coach the, the entire we st- shakeup
4: in general. St- oh,
3: I, you see I can't can I call those all off Depending like Bill Callahan's the one I know like this is an off-season loss. If Ken Dorsey comes in here and works in Zapatico with with what you have with him with uh, Deshaun Watson, then I think that that's going to be fine. Like, I can't say it yet, but when you lose Bill Callahan, like, that's an offseason loss. At least he went to leave and coach with his son. He didn't leave because he was in a huff. Or he was really upset
4: with the Browns front office. So maybe that makes it a little bit easier. I think you might have to ask the Browns fans. What? Should the the Browns have moved heaven and earth to keep Bill Callahan? Because that's what I was seeing last night. People were going nuts. And I just sat there and I'm like, man, that's just not how an NFL – organization really mm-hmm. operates i got i think i got some people in here i'll, I'll
3: explain a little bit during about last night you're gonna bring this up again during about last night with, with some of the other moves and alex van Pelt? all right i got something else to explain about last night because people's emotions change 216-474-0092 4, 4, that and it's six forty, lima got a statewide concert, uh, conversation started about your kids ken carmen tone master general live on the fan
2: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy